Local news, national news, even feel-good news. Delivering the topics that are relevant to you. That's why I listen to Joe. He covers it all. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. All right, so right, all right, all right, all right. I'm so glad you're joining us here. Now, I want to give a, an update first. We typically go right into the presidential pinger, but I want to share with you Channel 9 Eyewitness News is reporting on the missing 13-year-old Madeline Sofia Soto uh, as there has been arrest and an arrest made in the case. You know, as we were talking about this yesterday, we, I said uh, that, of course, they, you know, first thing they look at is family members. There, and, and they have made an arrest in the case. The girl has still not been found. She is still missing. 13-year-old Madeline Soto is missing uh, from the Hunter's Creek area of or, or South Orlando, South Orange County. And uh, Channel 9 Eyewitness News just had the latest update here, and they they had interviewed the father, excuse me, the mother's boyfriend. That's who's been arrested. He's been arrested for uh, possession of child pornography, and he is the, the main suspect in the disappearance of Madeline Soto, even though she has not been found uh, in any way, not, neither dead nor alive. Uh, so we turn here to Channel 9 for their update. And we want her home, and we will do anything to to bring her back home. Flyer after flyer of this missing teen plastered across businesses as the search for 13-year-old Madeline Soto continues into day four. I, I just can't imagine, you know, having my child knowing where she is, um, and, and it's just scary. Here's the efforts put in place so far to bring Maddie home. Monday, the teen was reported missing at 4:45 by her mother after she found out Maddie never made to school. The teen was dropped off by her mother's boyfriend, Stefan Stearns. Tuesday, we spoke to Stearns. Here's what he said. Yeah, I even went out with the cops. Keep in mind, this is the guy that has since been arrested for having child pornography on his phone. This is the guy who sat there in front of the cameras. He's now the lead suspect. He sat there in front of the cameras and pretended to be shocked and saddened by the disappearance of Madeline Soto. Uh, where I had dropped her off. And we looked all up and down the road. Wednesday, more than 100 emergency responders scoured various locations, but nothing. The same day, a search warrant was executed for the family's home in Kissimmee. Stearns was named as a prime suspect in the teen's disappearance and arrested for sexual battery after police found sexual material about children on his phone. Make sure uh, he talks and, and just know the true wishes. Now into Thursday, efforts persist to keep Maddie's face the public from cars to social media to digital signs at her school anytime a child goes missing you know to me it's, it's always suspicious and and in this case that's why you know we're putting all these resources um, towards finding her now the community is trying to stay out of the way when it comes to a community search party but there could be one soon there is also talks of a prayer vigil, but that location or time has yet to be announced. We're live in Hunters Creek, Dar Matthews Channel 9 Eyewitness News. So that is the latest on the search for the missing girl. If you would like to see a photo of what she looks like, uh, you can see it right now in this story in the WDBO app. And again, you know, please keep your eyes peeled. If you know anything at all, you're urged to call 911 or uh, you know, call the Orange County Sheriff's Deputy or call the um... Osceola County Sheriff's deputies or call the Kissimmee police. There's multiple jurisdictions that are involved in this right now. And it is just uh, absolutely heartbreaking. And uh, boy, don't you just want to tear the eyeballs out of the 
mother's boyfriend that is now the lead suspect in this in this case. It's just so infuriating. And then he was supposed to make his first court appearance today. He was supposed to make his first court appearance in front of a judge today. He refused. I, I'm sorry. Since when do criminal suspects get a refuse going before a court, going before a judge? So, uh, he, so he just oh, no, I'm gonna stay. I'll stay in my uh, in my jail cell. He he lawyered up and he's not cooperating. So that was the the only the only thing he has said is I want a lawyer, and that's it. That's all the guy's done. So he's instantly lawyered up. He's not volunteered any information about Madeline Soto. Um, you know, if if these if these were medieval times, uh, I would I would certainly endorse medieval means of which getting information out of that guy. Uh, because if there's any possibility that Madeline Soto is still alive, oh, please say something. Um, I mean, let's get her back to her family alive, for heaven's sake. All right, it's the As Joe well, Kelly Show, I- and I'm so glad you're joining us here. And I forgot to turn that off. Hang on one second. I hit, didn't hit the button. All right. Now we're good to go. It's time for the presidential pinger. Let's get back on schedule here. All right. We have uh, low-jacked each of the presidential candidates. It's a busy day today uh, for those presidential candidates as we have secretly hidden uh, GPS devices on the presidential candidates, and we're tracking them around the United States. We are five days away from Super Tuesday, y'all. Super Tuesday is next week. Fifteen states vote on Super Tuesday. We're 19 days away from our primary here in Florida. We are nine days, a little over a week away from early voting getting underway in Florida. It's going to be next Saturday when early voting starts. 250 days until the general election. Here's the latest. The swing state polling out this morning from Bloomberg and Morning Consult finds that Donald Trump is beating Joe Biden in all of the swing states. Overall, he's up by five across the swing states. Trump's lead ranges from two to nine percentage points in the head-to-head matchups across Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. He also wins if third-party candidates are included in the polling. Uh, Trump seems to have this pretty well locked up, and the more that the Democrats try to throw at him, the better he seems to be doing. The president, former President Trump, is appealing an Illinois ruling today, uh, barring him from the state's ballot on the grounds of the 14th Amendment Insurrection Clause. Uh, In that ruling, the Cook County Circuit Court Judge Tracy Porter, who, prior to being on the Cook County Circuit Court, was a traffic ticket judge, not to belittle traffic ticket judges, but yeah, I guess I'm belittling traffic ticket judges who now suddenly are uh, interpreting the U.S. Constitution. She immediately put her her order on hold in anticipation of of an appeal, which we all know that the Supreme Court is already weighing a similar argument from Colorado to keep Donald Trump off the ballot there. Democrat favorite Nikki Haley has declared that President Donald Trump should not be entirely immune from the politically motivated criminal cases that he's being prosecuted with. Haley, Trump's only remaining 2024 Republican uh, primary rival, I'm using finger quotes if you're watching the video, rival, made the comments during a new interview with Fox News. Biden heads to the border in Texas today. He's there now. He's in Brownsville. He's expected to get briefings on the border. But in the Rio Grande Valley, 
Uh, residents there of Brownsville have mixed feelings about immigration as they wish their politicians would pay attention to their own concerns, too, and, uh, you know, from, from the environment uh, to, to the economy. Meanwhile, Trump will hold a dueling event further up the border in Texas. That's where Governor Greg Abbott has launched a massive Texas National Guard operation uh, where he's joined by members of the Florida State Guard there uh, at... Um, Oh, top of my head, it's Eagles Eagles Pass, I think is what it's called. Uh, and and that's where uh, President Trump is right now. Before the border trip, President Trump released a recorded statement about Biden and the border. Migrant crime is taking over America. From his very first day, Joe Biden allowed an invasion of our country, resettling dangerous illegal aliens from all over the world into American communities to prey on our people. The latest victim of Joe Biden's premeditated border invasion is Lakin Riley. Last week, Lakin went out for her morning jog and never came back home. A Biden migrant has been charged with brutally attacking her, beating her, kidnapping her, and murdering her on the campus of the University of Georgia. This monster should never have been allowed in our country. He was released at Crooked Joe's orders and set loose into our country. The radical left Democrats then released him onto the public yet a second time after he was arrested in New York for injuring a child. How many more innocent victims must be harmed and how much more innocent blood must be spilled until we stop this invasion, this horrible, horrible invasion and remove these illegal alien criminals from our country? As president, I will carry out the largest domestic deportation operation in American history to remove Joe Biden's illegals and murderers, because that's what many of them are. They're from mental institutions and they're from prisons from all over the world, from Africa, from Asia, from South America, from the Middle East, all over the world. Many of them come from prisons and mental institutions. It's very simple. If they don't go back to their countries, we will never get back our country. Thank you very much. We're so sorry to be talking about this to the parents. They're great people. Lake and Riley will be very, very sorely missed. This should never, ever happen again. Our country is being overrun by criminals, by murderers, by drug addicts. They're all coming in through Joe Biden's horrible open border. There's never been a border like this anywhere in the world at any time. He is a disaster as a president. He doesn't understand it. He doesn't understand how bad it is. It's so bad, the whole world is talking about it. There's never been a case like this. That video statement there from Donald Trump. Say what you will about Donald Trump. And heaven knows I've had my fair share of things I've said about Donald Trump. But from the moment he came down the escalator at Trump Tower, one of the very first things he said that offended a whole lot of people, he said, and I'm paraphrasing here, but I remember him saying it. He said, they're not sending us their best people. They're sending murderers and they're sending rapists. And Donald Trump took so much grief for that from from the far left for saying that they, they, they being, for, you know, nations outside of the United States or what uh, Donald Trump was quoted as calling uh, S-hole countries, uh, they are not sending their best and brightest. They are sending murderers and rapists. And now as we watch the crime spree that is taking place around the United States, it's hard not to, in hindsight, fully agree with Donald Trump and what he had to say at that time. In fact, I was looking at some of the uh, statistics here today about some of the 
uh, recent crimes committed by uh, these illegal immigrants, these illegal aliens. In the last week alone, a uh, illegal aliens have been arrested for murdering a college student in Georgia, murdering a two-year-old boy in Maryland, raping a minor in Virginia, raping a minor at knife point in Louisiana, shooting three Washington, D.C. police officers, and most recently, the stabbing to death of a showgirl on the Las Vegas Strip and stabbing seven other people on the Las Vegas Strip as well. This is all in the last week, uh, week to eight, nine days. I don't remember the exact day that Lake and Riley was killed. Uh, so it is a, it, it's just terrible what's happening with illimig- illegal immigration across the United States right now. And I do love that Donald Trump called it the, the Biden migrants. And, and, you know, hangs that around his neck uh, like a like a hundred pound weight. The Biden migrants love that great marketing. Uh, all right. And lastly, here on the presidential pinger, the late night comics from last night. I got to say, I don't know if I'm going to make it to November, guys. It's just too much. We uh, you know, we still have 46 primaries to go. You knew that, right, Guillermo? Yes. Yeah. yeah you've been counting, yes. I know you have that primary <laughs> advent calendar going at home. <laughs> All eyes were on the state of Michigan last night for the uh, primary elections there. As was expected, Donald Trump scored bigly over Nikki Haley and the Republicans, who affirmed that she has no intention of dropping out. She said her campaign is going to take this race one crushing defeat at a time. President Biden is running against no one. He beat no one with a commanding 81% of the vote. 13% of Democrats in Michigan voted uncommitted. Michigan is home to a large population of Muslim Americans, many of whom do not like Joe Biden's approach to the war in the Middle East. And that could be a big problem. You know, last time he only won Michigan by around 150,000 votes, which is a very slim margin. Uh, if Muslim Democrats in Michigan withhold their vote, he could lose the state, which would likely elect Trump, which would immediately turn Gaza into a giant Moses-themed golf resort. And, but- Yesterday, uh, both parties held their primaries in the great state of Michigan. And on the Democratic side, Biden won with 81% of the vote. 81%. for every year he's been alive. And God help us, that joke works. Every side, including cyberspace, today Biden issued an executive order to safeguard American data from our foreign enemies who are working hard to try to steal it. It's called the Change Your Password from Password Act. The order is designed to prevent large-scale data theft and make uh, all the hackers on Earth laugh simultaneously. It is a Joe Kelly presidential pinger here on WDBO. Coming up at 5.35. Man, I had a wild night last night at my son's lacrosse game. And the absolutely out of control parents in the stands with me. I got to tell you, that was uh, quite the experience. And something that I know a lot of parents... Uh, a lot of referees, a lot of student athletes uh, are, are are facing every day at, at athletic events uh, around the United States. Uh, but man, was it just a a troublesome experience for me last night? I'll I'll unpack all that for you coming up at about five thirty-five. Stay with us. The stories that you missed while you were at work today that is coming up next on the Joe Kelly Show. Bogan Munz and Munz WDBO Traffic Center. Auto accident? Choose Bogan Munz and Munz. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now, no. now the three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. The search continues for 13-year-old Madeline Soto, who was reported missing Monday night from the Hunter's Creek area. Israeli Defense Forces say dozens of Gazans seeking humanitarian aid were killed and injured this morning. President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump both visit the border with Mexico today to spotlight their approaches to the immigration crisis. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. So we got we, we were told this week by the Biden White House that he doesn't need to take a cognitive test because he passes a cognitive test every single day. Well, he's in Brownsville, Texas right now. And coming up in a moment, I'm going to play for you audio of him absolutely failing a cognitive test in real life as he has no idea where he is uh, as he's on stage there in Brownsville, Texas. I'll have that for you coming up in just a moment. Y'all stay right there. Just clocked out? Let's rewind. Here's what you missed while you were at work. A lot going on. Uh, 100 people killed, 700 said to be injured in a chaotic incident where IDF Open fire on people as they waited for food in Gaza. That at least according to the Palestinian authorities. The wildfire scorching the Texas panhandle has grown to the largest in state history. At least one person is dead, said to be a grandmother who wasn't able to get out in time. Senator John Cornyn doesn't wait for the body to be dead. He declares his candidacy for minority leader after Mitch McConnell announces he'll step down. A federal judge blocks a Texas law that would allow state police to arrest migrants on illegal entry charges. Isn't that crazy? Uh, yep, got that one. Trump appeals an Illinois judge's decision to remove him from the state's ballot due to the 14th uh, Amendment's uh, insurrection ban. The New York Attorney General opens an investigation into the recent AT&T outage. The U.S. House votes to pass a short-term funding bill to avert a partial government shutdown before a Friday deadline. The bill now heads to the United States Senate. The Alabama House of Representatives passes legislation to restore access to IVF in vitro fertilization after a state Supreme Court ruling that embryos are children. They're children! They're people! Soylent Green is people. And lastly, former career U.S. diplomat admits to spying for uh, on behalf of Cuban intelligence for decades. Isn't that great? We have another U.S. spy spying on behalf of Cuba. All right, so we uh, coming up next, you're going to hear Joe Biden absolutely fail his cognitive test right in front of everybody there in Brownsville, Texas, as he is completely lost, even having to say, where am I going? Where am I going? So hang on. That's coming up next here on the Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. 
connected to our community. Talk local issues and events with Joe Kelly. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let Joe know what interests you. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. You know, every White House press, pokes, uh, press spokesperson is, is a shill. Every White House press spokesperson, no matter if they're for a Republican president or a Democratic president, they're a shill. Uh, they are paid propagandists. They, they're spinmeisters. They spin the stories that the administration wants you to hear, and they avoid the stories that the administration doesn't want you to hear. So I, I hold in low regard almost every White House press spokesperson. None more so do I hold in low regard than Karine Jean-Pierre. Karine Jean-Pierre is hands down the most incompetent White House press spokesperson in modern history, perhaps ever. And if she didn't check all the boxes, she checks the the minority boxes uh, as an African-American woman. There's two boxes right there as a uh, someone of the LGBTQ community, as she is a, a lesbian. She checks that box. So she checks all the boxes. The only box she doesn't check is qualified. That's a box that's not checked. And if, if it weren't, if, if she was a, a straight white man, she would have been fired already. Frankly, she should have been fired after her first week. As she just is way out of her depth, way out of her element there. She was asked this week about Joe Biden and the physical that he got at Army Reed, uh, Walter Reed Army Medical Center. And when asked about whether or not the president took or should take a cognitive test, her reply. And you say there's no problem. He'd pass the test every day. Why not just have his doctor administer the test and then case closed? Because the doctor doesn't believe that he he needs one because including the neurologist doesn't believe he needs one. Look. I think uh, I think folks need to understand that the president passes again a cognitive test every day. If you look at what a clinical cognitive test is actually, what it actually does, it is a 15-minute appointment that is that is administered by someone that m- most of the time people don't actually know, and and uh, and he is able to do the work uh, every day uh, that is rigorous, that is more rigorous than it would be for any 15-minute clinical uh, clinical appointment. How, how does it feel, Crean Jean-Pierre, to know that nobody believes what you're saying? Nobody believes you. Now, I'm going to share with you an audio cut that I promise you is more important than anything else that Joe Biden says in Brownsville, Texas today. But I promise you, you will not see it on your network news coming up at 630. Joe Biden, after speaking with some members of the U.S. Border Patrol, all federal agents, nobody from the state of Texas, He didn't meet with any Texas officials except for one Democratic Texas congressperson. Uh, But Joe Biden, after speaking, freezes, looking dazed and confused, waiting until a staffer comes to grab him and tell him what he's supposed to be doing. Anyway, it's amazing. It's amazing. Thank you, HSI. Thank you, ERO. Sir, it's time for remarks and um, our briefers. I invite you to our seats. And then we'll escort you this way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great so job. Thank you. He says, okay. He says, okay. She gave very clear instructions. I could follow those instructions. He continues to stand exactly where he is. He's lost. 
he doesn't understand what's happening around him. And then some other lady smiles at him and suddenly he he is distracted. Oh, squirrel, squirrel. All right. Uh, he's probably looking for some ice cream. Thank you, sir. So this woman says she's a native Delawarean. She's from Georgetown. Everybody's getting in place where they're supposed to be, except Joe Biden. Where are you from? Everybody's standing around waiting for Joe Biden. Listen to him here. Where am I going? Where am I going? He has no idea. None whatsoever. Again, thank you. As my mother would say, please excuse my back. Yeah, and he has no idea. But Karine Jean-Pierre would have us believe that he is passing a cognitive test every single day. And that is absolute, utter balderdash. 844-580-WDBO if you want to join the discussion. 844-580-9326. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. I want to share with you the, an experience I had last night. When I got off the air last night, I mentioned to you that I was going to a lacrosse game. My twin sons, Black and Decker, uh, play lacrosse. They th- This is their first time to play lacrosse. This is actually... The first time their school has even had a lacrosse team. So as one might imagine, they and, and they had a coach change literally the first week and they, they had to grab, you know, some guy who's never coached lacrosse before to coach lacrosse. So as you might imagine, they're not having a really good season, but it's their first season ever as a team. So last night it was an away game and I got there uh, after I got off the air. And I was, I was a stranger in a strange land. So it was an away game. It wasn't our home stadium. And, and I was literally all by myself. And I sat by myself in the bleachers watching the game. And I, I was pretty attentive to the game. And behind me were a whole bunch of other parents. And primarily the parents from the opposing team, the home team. And I, I guess I, am, I, I, will, I will admittedly say I am a bit naive when it comes to things like this, I don't attend a whole lot of sporting events. Uh, I, I, you know, I mentioned my, this is the first time my sons have played uh, lacrosse. My sons have never played any sports uh, competitively until now. My, one of my sons uh, was on the weightlifting team. That's a little bit different. The weightlifting team is. Uh, and now they, you know, they're both playing a competitive sport for the first time. And so, so me as a dad, as a fan, that's my first time to really attend a competitive sport. Prior to that, the only competitive sport I ever would attend, and some would argue whether or not it's a sport, I would not. I, I fully recognize it as a sport. Uh, but my daughter competed in competitive cheerleading. And I will tell you that cheer moms are monsters. They're monsters. Cheer moms. And y'all cheer moms, you know you are. You know what I'm talking about. Cheer moms can really be monsters. But at least at a cheer competition, the music is so insanely loud, you cannot hear the cheer monsters. <laughs> you might go deaf, but you can't, you can't hear all of the squabbling and stuff amongst the, the cheer monsters. But man, last night at the lacrosse game, I was mortified by the behavior of the adults in the stands. The adults that were yelling at the top of their lungs, cussing at the top of their lungs, 
second guessing the referees, second guessing the coaches, screaming and yelling. And I, you know, I sat there and and I, I've got a pretty good rule of thumb for situations like this. And my rule of thumb is mind your own business. Don't get involved. Mind your own business. Stay out of it. You're a stranger in a strange land. This is their home stadium. I'm 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 a guest here, and I am I'm not going to go up and talk to these parents. Well, I I started to realize that the kids on the field were hearing it, and one of the kids on the away team, which would be my son's team, I'm not naming the school. I'm not naming either of the schools because I I, I don't want to cast a broad net upon people that go to that school. And, and I know that everybody's not like that. But these parents were absolute monsters. And when I realized that the kids could hear it as well, and I, I realized it when one of the players on the visiting team, my son's team, was over on the sideline by the stands and he deliberately took a couple more steps towards the stands and looked up and it was like laser bolts coming out of his eyes the way he stared down the parents up in the stadium. And and that was when I was like, oh my gosh, these poor kids can hear what these parents are saying. I don't know how they couldn't, frankly. I could hear what their coach was saying on the other side of the field. I mean, I, 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 was, I watched in disbelief as the coach uh, used both hands to shove one of the players, one of his own players. And I recounted this story to someone and they're like, shove him like to motivate him? Like, no, shove him to tell him how terrible he was. I mean, he was, they, they were cussing. The coach was cussing. And, and I was just mortified by this. And once I realized the kids could hear this, I, in my mind, I kept thinking, okay, if I violate my own rule of mind your own business, if I'm going to go up there and say something to them, what am I going to say? Exactly. What am I going to say that's actually going to convince them to stop this and then to not stick a knife inside of me. That latter part being particularly important. But then I overheard one of the guys say, hey, pass me another white claw. And that, that sealed the deal for me that I'm not going to go up and confront these people. I'm not going to go up and, I say confront. I wouldn't have confronted them anyway, but I would have kindly said, hey guys, they're just kids. You know, one of these teams has never even played before. You know, can we settle it down a little bit, please? But once I realized they were drinking, and of all things, white claw, white claw. You know, if they were having a nice scotch up in the stands or something, I might have a little bit of respect for them. But they're drinking white claw. That comes in flavors like papaya and mango. I mean, that's disgusting. And they're drinking alcohol at a, at a high school sporting event on high school property, I know I'm hopelessly naive. But what do you do in a situation like that? Or, or dare I ask, are you the monster? <laughs> are you one of the dads that screams and yells and the referee heard him? The referee, I am absolutely convinced there were at least two plays uh, two penalties that the referees called because the the dads were shouting it behind me. I am absolutely convinced that not until the dads shouted something did the referees throw a flag. So, you tell me eight four four five eight zero WDBO. Would you would you have involved yourself? 
or would you have just minded your own business? I will tell you that I lived in downtown Orlando for about five years. I've been all over Orlando. I've never in my life felt unsafe anywhere I've ever been until last night. I was glad last night I wasn't wearing any kind of logos, any kind of support for either school. I, I, I just carefully, quietly kept my head down, walked out of the stadium after the game was over and got in my car and drove home. 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. Now, 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 the three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. The search continues for 13-year-old Madeline Soto, who was reported missing Monday night from the Hunter's Creek area. Congress is halfway toward avoiding a government shutdown with the House approving yet another temporary spending bill. One, President one. Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump both visit the border with Mexico today to spotlight their approaches to the immigration crisis. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. For 100 years, we've been your voice, your source, your heartbeat. From the roaring 20s to the digital age, we've been there for it all. Happy 100th anniversary, WDBO, where history and headlines meet. Isn't that crazy? 100 years old, WDBO is. 1924 was when it got started. And now 2024, and we are still here. That is really exciting. All right, Sean is joining us from Palm Bay. Hey, Sean, you're on the Joe Kelly Show. How are you? Hey, Joe. I'm just, I'm just. White Claw, lacrosse. Come on, man. I'm going to have to send you some energy drinks. It wasn't me who was drinking it. I don't, I've had a White Claw no. once just out of curiosity. But you, the fact that you felt threatened, Joe, come on, brother. I love you like a brother, but man, we got we to get you to the gym or something, bro. Yeah. Hey, you said you said I'm just teasing you, man. You said something earlier about that dude that was in in jail and refusing to go to his court date, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I've been saying this on my blog post all the time. It's like it's only a matter of time people start following their leadership and leading. You know, the whole uh, concept of leading by example comes into play. Look at Hunter Biden. Stand. Oh, I showed up outside. And I made a press conference to the public. You don't get to call the shots, hero. You were subpoenaed before a Senate Judiciary hearing. You don't get to call the shots. We got you in detention there, prisoner. You're going... They should have been dragging him there. How did nah, they not get him into the courtroom? That's exactly what I thought. I, you know, since when does a potential murder suspect get to decide that he's just going to go ahead and stay in his jail cell? Uh, I, I would say uh, take him out against his will and uh, treat him as yeah. a as a hostile suspect and uh, and and handcuff him to the table. Find and gag him. I don't care at that point. I'm, I'm all with it. You know, these guys that. We're letting in the country there. You know, it's one thing that we have crime of our own, but we need to take care of our house and not let the rest of the world just pour all their prisons and their junk and trash in here. And I know not everybody that comes across the border is is that type of a person, but it's becoming a big problem. And we've got to do <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, Sean, you're so very right about that. Thank you so much. Eight four four five eight zero WDBO. No alcohol is allowed on any. Orange County Public School property. No alcohol and no smoking. So they're breaking the 
rules and probably the law. I can tell you, at the very least, I don't think they were smoking. They were drinking, but I don't think they were smoking. And I just can't imagine what a wonderful example that sets for the kids, too, to be drinking in the stands there in violation of the laws and ordinances and whatever else there may be. I'm Joe Kelly. We'll continue coming up. Stay with us here on The Joe Kelly Show. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. On the 429, it's solid because of a collision. This traffic report sponsored by the new Banana Boat 360 coverage. 429 northbound before New Independence Parkway, there's a crash and it's solid through the area. There's a wreck on I-4 eastbound, it's solid from the Osceola Parkway to 535 where the crash is located. I-4 westbound, busy downtown and Lake Buena Vista, solid the Osceola Parkway to 192 where there's a wreck and another crash at Roll Drive and busy to Champions Gate. Banana Boat is giving you a new way to spray. Banana Boat 360 coverage. Better control for better coverage with a reusable sprayer and refill. Shop Banana Boat 360 coverage at Walgreens. From the WDBO Traffic Center, in for Paul Cross, I'm Beverly Bentley Steele. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. Insightful. You tell the truth from your point of view. Entertaining. Man, that guy is a lot taller than he sounds on the radio. And engaging. When we hear you on the radio, it's a good thing. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. I'm so glad you're joining us here on the Joe Kelly Show. The, it's the uh, Leap Day today, incidentally, so I don't know if you're doing anything good with your Leap Day, but... Uh, I, I know for most of us, it's just another day to work, right? It's not like we get a day off on this day or anything like that. Um, just uh, heartbreaking n- news and a, and a lack of news, uh, both out of the missing case of the the, the missing 13-year-old girl, Madeline Soto, uh, or Maddie, as her friends call her. Um, this as the boyfriend of the mother. And that just aggravates the heck out of me. The boyfriend of the mother. I hate saying those words sometimes. The boyfriend of the mother. How many times is it the boyfriend of the mother? The boyfriend of the mother has been arrested after cops discovered he had, quote, disturbing images on his cell phone. And this guy is now the lead suspect in her disappearance, which obviously speaks to that the cops no longer believe that she ran away, that he was somehow involved. He's been arrested. He was to make his first court appearance this morning. But he, Stefan Stearns, 37 years old, he decided he wanted to stay in his jail cell and didn't want to appear before a judge. The only thing I'm told that he has done with the police is ask for a lawyer. He's lawyered up and is not talking, which is his right. The Orange County Sheriff's Office states that he is now the prime suspect in the girl's disappearance. I I hate to get into victim blaming. But my, might I suggest if you're if you're a single mom and you're dating a guy, it didn't cost a whole lot to get a background check on him. I mean, I don't know if anything would have showed up with this guy, maybe nothing. But if you're going to have a, a, you know, some dude you met 
on Tinder or at a bar or whatever, maybe you should check the background before you let them hang out with your kids. I know that, that sounds judgy and I don't mean it to. I, I don't know what their relationship was like. I don't know how they met. I don't know how long they've known each other. But it's just aggravating that this this mom knew the guy, let him in, let him into their lives. And that guy, at least according to the suspicions of the Orange County Sheriff's Department, that guy is the only guy that can tell somebody where Madeline Soto is. I mean, what if she is somewhere still alive? And now if this guy did something with her, chained her up somewhere, if he doesn't talk, she might not get found. Meanwhile, on the other side of the state, it's actually pretty close to this side, but it's uh, Volusia County, Ormond Beach. Late yesterday, cops found what was left of a 16-year-old girl who was last seen when her boyfriend dropped her off at the Volusia Mall in 2004, 20 years ago. This girl has been missing for 20 years. Late yesterday, investigators dug up a suspected burial site in the Ormond Beach area and made the gruesome discovery. I don't know how gruesome it would have been. It would just be skeletal remains at that point. I guess it depends on one's definition of gruesome. I hope that for the family of Madeline Soto, they don't also have to wait 20 years to find out what happened to their daughter. I don't know about you, but I... I would go crazy. I I don't I, if something like happened to, to one of my kids. I don't know how the, I don't know how parents like that go on living. I uh, I shouldn't say that. I don't want to put those thoughts in in those parents' minds. But if something like that happened to my, I mean, I I, I don't think I could ever sleep. I don't think I could ever rest. I think every day I would I would be out knocking on every door, searching through every wooded area dragging the bottom of every pond, lake, stream, swamp. I don't think I could ever give up. And this 13-year-old girl has been missing since Monday. It's now Thursday. Each day that passes, the trail grows cold. Each day that passes, the likelihood of finding her alive decreases. I mentioned yesterday when we talked about this yesterday before this arrest was made that as part of standard operating procedure for law enforcement officials when it comes to missing children or, you know, missing wives, missing girlfriends, you know, the first thing they look at are family members, usually male family members, uncles, brothers, dads, boyfriends. And so the Orange County Sheriff's Office was holding their house, which means they had to get out of their house until they had uh, obtained the search warrants because they didn't want anybody in there destroying evidence. Well, clearly they searched the house. They got the information that they needed to make, to be able to make the arrest on the 
boyfriend of the mother. Orange County Sheriff's detectives say they found disturbing pictures on his phone. They're working with the Sheriff's Office Digital Forensics Unit. They found images and videos that were criminal and sexual in nature. The videos were found in the family's home in Kissimmee. Stearns is being held in the Orange County Jail. He was the last person confirmed to see Madeline Monday morning. The sheriff's office said that Stearns dropped her off near Peace United Methodist Church, which is near Hunter's Creek Middle School. The church and the school are about a half mile apart. I, I hope something comes of this. Uh, I mentioned it to you last night. I'll tell you again, if you want to see this girl's picture. So if, certainly if you live in the, in the Hunter's Creek area, if you live in South Orange County, on the now seem like astronomical odds that you might bump into her somewhere so you'll know what she looks like. You can see her picture in the WDBO app. If you're the praying type, I'm sure the family would appreciate a prayer for her to come back safely. And who knows if there are going to be other people charged in this case, other people arrested in this case. I don't want to speculate, but, you know, we've here at WDBO, as I said, just a little while ago, we've been doing this for 100 years now. And while I have not been doing this for 100 years, I've been doing it for a good number of years. And I've seen too many cases like this. I could almost predict for you the things that will happen next, but I, I, I don't want to get ahead of it. And I wouldn't be remotely surprised if other family members were implicated. I wasn't remotely surprised when the police arrested the boyfriend. I wasn't remotely surprised when the boyfriend was on TV pretending to be sorrowful pretending to be sad which by the way I, I did notice when he was making the comments I know this is a little bit different but he never made eye contact with a camera he had his eyes down the whole time he never made eye contact with anybody as he was talking about Maddie so if you know anything at all if you have any information if you are a fisherman, a hunter. I don't even know if we're in hunting season right now. I don't, I don't hunt. But if you own property, if you've got a wooded area in around your property and you've got a half an hour lunch break during the day or something to go take a walk, look around, especially if you live in the Hunter's Creek area, spend a few minutes looking. I, I, I just don't, I, I don't know how the parents are going to be able to sleep. I don't know the mom. I, I've not seen any mention of, of the, Maddie's father. Doesn't mean he's not in her life somewhere. I have no idea. I don't know the family. But it's just, it's, it's absolutely heartbreaking. 844-580-WDBO. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. We're also talking about... Um, Sports. I mean, I went to a I went to a lacrosse game last night, and I was just shocked at how rude and terrible some of the parents were. 
shouting, cussing, drinking alcohol, uh, heckling the referees. You could not pay me to referee one of those games. The, the heckling that those referees were taking, the heckling that the coaches were taking, and the heckling that the players were taking. I, that, I, I, I was just gobsmacked at the behavior of grown adults in the stands. Hey, Joe. So, yep, my son plays water polo, and it's the same exact thing. They go bananas, and some of the parents do not know how to act. My wife actually almost got in a fight with another woman who told her son to hit one of our kids. Like, they're only children. These people really need to calm down. Keep up the good work, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the honk. I appreciate that. Yeah, there was a very similar incident last night where there was a turnover. The ball was turned over on a referee call. And the the, the dads that were sitting behind me, so the, the ball was turned over on a referee call in favor of my kid's team. And so the opposing dads behind me shouted at the kid on their team, go get him and get that ball back and slash him and... and and sure enough, the kid did. I mean, he turned on the the aggression machine and went straight back and got the ball back, much to the glee of the the white claw swilling dads that were sitting behind me. Eight four four five eight zero WDBO. You can use the open mic and the WDBO app. I'm Joe Kelly. You are listening to the Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. Now, now, the three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. The search continues for 13-year-old Madeline Soto, who was reported missing Monday night from the Hunter's Creek area. Two. Moscow braces for tomorrow's funeral of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. Congress is halfway toward avoiding a government shutdown with the House approving yet another temporary spending bill. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Breaking news to lively debates covering the issues that matter to you. I make it a point to listen to Joe Kelly when I need to fully understand what's happening in the news. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. I would be uh, careful with that line of logic, Joe. It's... I think really hard for a lot of single moms out there and having a father figure at home is a priority even if they're not the best guy obviously this guy was beyond not the best you know but uh i i think i can see the other side of this i i i agree i agree and and i and you say you know be careful with that thought process and i and i agree with you i'm being really really careful with that thought process uh, it, but it just, it's a shame. It, it is, it is an absolute shame. So many times in reporting and discussing the news, we have said the words, the mother's boyfriend. And that, that is just to me so thoroughly heartbreaking, uh, that this mom and, and think of, think of the guilt she must face. Assuming that she's not implicated. Assuming she's not implicated, assuming she had no idea, imagine the guilt that the mom is going to face for the rest of her life, even if Madeline is found safe and sound tonight. She will feel guilt for the rest of her life 
for bringing that man into her, her daughter's life. So I, I, I do. I have, I have absolute sympathy for the mom as long as, as, long as she's not implicated at, at a later point. We're also talking about the, the wildness of the high school lacrosse game that I went to last night when parents were, in my book, were just completely out of control, particularly that they were drinking alcohol and particularly that it was White Claw. I'm sorry, but White Claw is, is what high school girls drink, all right? If you're drinking White Claw, you better be a high school girl. If you're a grown man and you're drinking White Claw... We've got issues. All right. Hey, Joe. I am a adjudicator for baseball and softball, high school and women's college softball. And I've got a nickname. It's called the ejector. And I don't put up with it. These, these adjudicators on that field do have the power to eject parents from the game. And they failed by not doing so last night. Yeah, and and there were a couple times where one referee in particular, or adjudicator, as you say, uh, I've never heard him described as such, but yeah, same, yep, I get it. Uh, but there was one point at which the referee addressed the parents in the stand, but I think that he was just trying to get on their good side. I think he was just trying to to calm them down by, quote, laughing along with them. Uh, honestly, I think we would have would have been better served by having them kicked out of the game last night. Nothing to do with the news. Just thought you should know that after a brutal day at work, I put the radio on, and you know, I just like your show, man. It brings me a sense of normalcy and a way to unwind on the way home. So I appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing. Hey, man, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you sharing that with us. You know, oftentimes we'll hear people who have something negative to say, but just like with any other business, any other, you know, retail or whatever, restaurants, you usually hear the complaints. You don't hear the compliments. So that's very nice. Thank you. I was kind of hoping he was going to say that when he gets home, he turns on the radio, he kicks his feet back, he cracks open his favorite White Claw flavor, <laughs> and then all he hears is you just... Just trash and white claws, you know? My, my wife even sent me a text. Sweet Ronnie was like, whoa, tell us what you really think about white claw. <laughs> I really did. After I realized everybody was drinking white claws, I'm like, what is this white claw nonsense? And I, and I went down. This is when I was living in downtown Orlando, and there's a really wonderful liquor store in downtown Orlando. Um, and I went down to the liquor store. It's a black-owned business, and just great people work there. And I bought a, a four pack of White Claw in four different flavors. And I thought, I'm going to go home and experiment. And it was during the pandemic lockdown anyway. You know, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm home all day. I might as well try four different flavors of White Claws. And I couldn't get through three or four sips of each flavor. And I was going to try to rank them of, you know, best to worst flavors. I'm like, worst, 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 and worst. They're all terrible. You see, I don't I don't mind a White Claw every now and again. You know, just a nice relaxing afternoon, maybe out by the pool. It's a little hot. So totally ignorance here. What alcohol is in a White Claw? Uh, it's a grain alcohol. Yeah, what, what, it's what, like a malted beverage. So a grain, would that be like a vodka? Uh, more like a beer style. Ugh. But yeah, I mean, some of them, like uh, if you get like, a, oh, what are they? Not Trulies, but High Noons. High Noons have real vodka in them. Um, some others have like real liquors, like some of them are tequila based. Some of them are vodka based. But, but White Claws are more closer to a beer. But they're carbonated, right? They are. 
yeah, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't want alcohol in my carbonated beverages, and I don't want carbonated beverages in my alcohol. You, you, you don't like a nice tonic soda, like a no. gin and tonic or anything I, like mm, that? I will tell you that when I do drink alcohol, I drink it neat. That is nothing in it. I, I want it usually at room temperature. I don't want any ice cubes. I don't want a, a lemon peel. I don't want a lemon wedge. I don't want a lime. Hmm. Uh, I will drink tequila neat just as it is out of the bottle. Uh, I like my tequila at room temperature. Uh, I don't really. If I buy whiskey uh, and I keep it at the house, which I don't generally keep alcohol at the house, uh, there was a stretch when I did. Don't get me wrong. There was a stretch when I had alcohol at the house, and I was drinking pretty much every night. And I realized, you know, I probably should not be doing that, so I stopped. But when I when I would have alcohol in the house, whiskey I would keep in the freezer. Because I still want it neat, but I liked it ice cold, and whiskey doesn't freeze, at, right. at least at the temperature that one's, one's freezer freeze. is. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, suppose, yeah, I suppose there are bad whiskeys that do freeze if you put them next to the, uh, the corn and whatever you have in your freezer next to the Eggo waffles. All right, 844-580-WDBO. Today, Mayor Buddy Dyer. I like Mayor Dyer. He is a good guy who really cares about the city of Orlando. But he is a liberal Democrat, and today he rolled out something called the Central Florida Pledge. I'll share the pledge with you, and you can tell me whether or not you would sign something like this. That's coming up next. Stay with us. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. This is WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. Join the conversation now by using the open mic in the WDBO app. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's news and talk, WDBO. All right, Mayor Buddy Dyer wants us all to sign a pledge. He announced it today. I'd like to say I will not be signing any pledges from any liberal democrats period <laughs> wait don't you want to hear the pledge first <laughs> what if the pledge is like i pledge that i will accept all cash donations that are given to me and i will invest it in a brand new corvette well too bad you missed that <laughs> I mean, what what if that was the pledge right don't you want to hear it first so hang on i'll tell you what the pledge is and come it up in just a second but they're talking about this in our chat group i don't know how it came up um, but we've got a programming change here at WDBO that I want to uh, bring your attention to. I don't have a lot to say about it. I have just a little bit to say about it. Uh, uh, it was about two years ago or so when uh, we at WDBO replaced the Mark K show with Eric Erickson. Uh, well, the rest of Cox Media Group has done the same. Uh, we were kind of ahead of the times on that one. And, and you know, our job here on WDBO is to provide you with talk radio programming that is going to be as mass appeal as possible, so that they can attract as big an audience as possible. And, um, you know, ratings is, is the game we play. And for us, uh, we found that we did better with Eric Erickson in that position and uh, Cox Media Group evidently, and, and I knew none of this before today. I knew, I, I had no advanced knowledge of this happening, but uh, Mark Kay is no longer part of our uh, of our company, and for the stations that pl- that were still playing Mark Kay in midday uh, from the noon to three slot, they're now taking Eric Erickson, which is why today, if you happen to catch Eric Erickson, he kept saying that he is now live 
on KRMG in Tulsa, WOKV in Jacksonville, and WHIO in Dayton. Those are all Cox Media Group stations. Those are our sister stations. And so uh, with the uh, simple flip of a switch, uh, they put in Eric Erickson and and Mark K is going to go on to do whatever Mark K does. Um, I've never actually met Mark K. I've been in the same room with him a couple times. Uh, but he seems like a nice enough guy. I, I just never, I've never met him before. I don't have a relationship with him. Uh, in fact, I have met Eric Erickson more times than I have talked, you know, met Mark K, which again, I've never met Mark K. So I, I've, I've spent more time with Eric Erickson. Um, but you know, that's just radio sometimes, you know, uh, and, uh, radio do be like that sometimes. And, and when you least expect it, you know, the voice that you've heard every day on the radio is just suddenly not there. And I, I will tell you that I don't like about our business. I don't like about our business is that we very rarely share with our listeners why we make the changes that we make, or we rarely even share, we rarely acknowledge that we've made a change. Now, in our case, we we didn't completely, uh, in WDBO's case, we didn't completely get rid of the Mark K show. We simply moved it to nighttime. I think it airs 8 to 11 or aired 8 to 11. That was up until today. Until today. So starting tonight... So this will affect our lineup, not quite the way that it's affecting our other stations uh, because we made that change two years ago. Uh, but beginning tonight, you'll be able to hear the Jimmy Fallon show from 8 to 11. And I don't know about you, but I love the Jimmy Fallon show. I think he is fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Former New York City cab driver and stand-up comic and uh, the guy's a hoot. He, he's on Fox News regularly, and so if you watch Fox News, you know who Jimmy Fallon is. Uh, but you'll be able, to be able to check out the Jimmy Fallon Show now weeknights from 8 to 11 here on WDBO. And if you listen out of Jacksonville, Tulsa, or Dayton, uh, you'll be able to catch Eric Erickson noon to 3. You'll be able to hear Eric Erickson still noon to 3 here on WDBO. So there you go. That's the, that's the changes we've made. Uh, the, the whys and wherefore thou art thou, I don't know the details. I, I was not part. Uh, nobody asked my opinion on this. <laughs> nobody checked with me to see if this would be okay. So I'm out of the loop on that. But I, I, I would always rather be transparent with our listeners. I would rather you know about changes and why we made changes. And uh, I, to, to the extent I know what is happening around here, I've shared it all with you. Uh, Paul in the chat group asked about Hannah. Uh, Hannah, who was uh, Mark K's partner, uh, went with Mark K. Was my understanding. So Hannah is also is also off. Uh, and who knows? Maybe they'll show up somewhere. Um, I mean, anybody. They've already got a podcast, so you know, I'm sure if that's your if that's your kick, if that's your thing, I'm sure you'll be able to keep up with them there. All right. So Mayor Buddy Dyer today. I saw him tweet, and he writes: In Orlando, we will continue to show that love is stronger than hate. Today, I joined uh, Orange County Mayor Jerry Deming, uh, community leaders and students to help launch the Central Florida Pledge to encourage residents to make a shared commitment of inclusion and respect. And so I, I clicked the link. I was curious. I'm a curious person. I want to see what the pledge is. And it starts with a quote from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It says, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Well, yes, I I would agree with that so far. I'm with you so far. I agree with Dr. King on that one. And it reads, right here in Central Florida, many in our community are living in fear. Uh 
Fear of their own safety. Fear, well, I don't know. Were they at the game last night? Were they at the lacrosse game last night? <laughs> That's the only time in my life I've, I have felt fear was at the lacrosse game last night. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me get back. Fear, fear for their own safety, fear for the well-being of their children, and fear of practicing their religion and identifying with their culture. And now you've lost me. Now we've gone off the rails here. I was down for the Martin Luther King Jr. quote, uh, but, uh, you know, if, if you're in fear of your own safety every day, if you're in fear of well-being of your children, if you're in fear of practicing your religion, if you're in fear of identifying with your culture, I'm sorry, there's no pledge in the world that is going to make you feel better about that. The only people who are going to sign, without even reading the rest of this, the only people who are going to sign this are the narcissistic people that belong in these protected class groups that 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 think that this is that a document like this is going to change the world it's not this is just going to further divide people so it goes on to read we're a community of inclusion for all no matter our faith race gender ethnicity culture beliefs or identity it is this respect for others within our diverse population where we find our collective strength and resilience Today, we see rising levels of hatred against Jews, Muslims, and Palestinians as a result of the hostilities in the Middle East. Hostilities. We stand in support and care of our neighbors who have been threatened as a result of these conflicts. We will work to eliminate all forms of harassment, hate speech, or persecution directed towards anybody who resides in our community. It continues. We are committed to the promise that Central Florida is a safe community. For all who live here and for all future generations, we pledge to protect and value each of our neighbors, especially those who are being threatened or feel unsafe. We are committed to keeping your information confidential. Oh, because you have to sign this like with your name and address, evidently. We are committed to keeping your confidential, uh, your information confidential. We will not sell rent, blah, 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 blah. Here's the pledge. It reads, I will lead by example. Treating all people, especially with whom I disagree, with kindness and respect. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry. I agree with that. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I talked about that just last night. When, when we read that poll about people said they can't be friends with someone who votes for an opposing. I agree. We should treat all people, especially those with whom I disagree, with kindness and respect. Absolutely so. It reads, I will refrain from inflammatory words and actions and actively support those being attacked. All right. Yeah. I agree. I think using inflammatory words and actions are uh, unnecessary. And I will report threatening incidents of hate and violence to 1-800-423-TIPS. And lastly, I will educate myself about anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, racism, homophobia, and all other forms of discrimination and help others in my circle of influence to do the same. Yeah, you lost me on that one. Um, I Is there anybody who would sign that? You know, besides, besides members of the LGBTQ community, besides minority communities, uh, and I'll tell you right now, it's, it's a piece of paper with signatures on it. It's, it's worthless. I, I see where they're coming from, but that's, that's just a silly liberal idea, and it is going to have no impact whatsoever. No, no meaningful impact whatsoever in our community. Join me at 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. 
from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center. Auto accident? Choose Bogan Muns and Muns. Now, now, now the three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. The search continues for 13-year-old Madeline Soto, who was reported missing Monday night from the Hunter's Creek area. Two. Congress Two. is halfway toward avoiding a government shutdown, with the House approving yet another temporary spending bill. One. President One. Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump both visit the border with Mexico today to, to spotlight their approaches to the immigration crisis. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Talk and discussion on the latest breaking national news. Crude oil prices continue to fall. Local news. You're not going to have Disney have its own government in Central Florida. And stories that matter to you. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let your voice be heard on The Joe Kelly Show. Hey, Joe, I think Major Dyer was drinking your whiskey when he wrote that pledge. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe he was. Hey, Joe, that uh, pledge is ridiculous. I think... Uh, what this mayor is moving towards to is accepting illegal immigrants in our community. I think that's uh, what it comes down to. I, I, I Look, I think you make a great point there, and I think you are quite likely on to something there. I think we have been quite fortunate so far here in the Orlando area that we have not seen the widespread uh, uh, illegal immigrant crisis that so many other cities and states are are dealing with right now. So yeah, to that end, I, I count ourselves fortunate uh, that we don't have to worry about that. Nor are we at this point worried about the uh, the the roving gangs of uh, thieves, you know, that are swarming stores and and ripping everything off of their shelves. Hey Joe, that's great news. You're bringing back Jimmy Flayla. I love him. I was pretty hacked off when y'all took him off. So now I'm just as happy and elated that he's coming back. Ah. I used to listen to him while I was working. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad. You, I'm glad you're glad. That's that's awesome. And that'll be coming up again uh, beginning tonight at eight o'clock. Eight to eleven is the Jimmy Fallon show right here on WDBO. I'm Joe Kelly, and I'm back with you tomorrow, Friday. It's our Friday night fun and games tomorrow in the six o'clock hour. Be sure you do join us. Have a great uh, night and a great day tomorrow, and we'll catch you on the radio tomorrow afternoon at five here on WDBO. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.